0: Welcome to Jesus Has Left the Building, where we talk with people leading creative, outside the box, I mean outside the church building, ministries that inspire and engage us. Our vision is to unfold God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Our hope is that these stories will help you find ways to engage in your own communities as we work together for a more just and loving world this is the jesus has left the building podcast where ministers people of faith activists and church leaders have left the building too with marta and mandy
1: hey mandy hey marta um i'm so glad we just came on for a quick little i mean i think we call it a sound bite in um the middle of our season five which this this will be the like finishing up of it if is a couple of these little sound bites as we um, as we end this this moment. You know, just as a reminder, season five, um, we are focusing on turning over the tables. I don't know if any of those listeners out there remembered those t-shirts that, mandy and i got from at naked pastor uh, an artist who does these really cool um cartoons and there's this one where um jesus is um i think is jesus actually turning over the tables in the temple yeah Yes, that's how it is. I mean, because at Naked Pastor has several of those um, pictures. And so we ended up with the one that Jesus is actually um, turning over the tables on a t-shirt. So it's pretty cool. Um, That was part of the inspiration for this season. But we also got these really great questions from people who were going to challenge us, And also not just us with answering those questions, but um, challenge the patterns of the church and the structures um, of that sanctuary space, I think is what I sort of envisioned as we were doing it, but not limited to the sanctuary space, by the way. Right,
0: but that sanctuary space idea is the whole point of Jesus has left the building, right? Breaking out of that box, turning those tables over, exploring what the church can be beyond just those four walls.
1: Right. Hashtag Jesus has left the building. Yep. Um, Okay. So um, the reason that we are not um, doing a full blown episode and just these little, hello, hi, we're still here. Sound (laughs) bites. As you know, life kind of happened there at the end of 2021 at the beginning of 2022. And so we just, you know, don't want to say all the things because there's lots and lots and lots of things but Mandy, what's your story? i mean isn't it i i you know not he has a story by the way everybody and does have a story um
0: not to be like too you know cutesy about it but i think in some ways like just this moment right here is is a picture of turning over the tables right i mean Marta and i have been for the last i don't even know six weeks like okay we've got to record the next episode we've got to get in there we've got to when are we going to record the next episode And we had this conversation last week. Of I think it was last week. I can't even remember at this point. um, Of like, why are we? Why are we pushing ourselves to do this when actually the reality is we are exhausted, we are overwhelmed, we are overworked, and we feel like this another obligation to you know sit down and prepare because you know we do prepare for these conversations whether it seems like it or not like we do a lot of research and we do a lot of scripture study and we um, read books and all of these kinds of things. And we were feeling like it was too much. And so I really think like this moment is, is Marta and Mandy, who um, if anybody knows us are like the epitome of, we're going to do all the things we're supposed to do um, because we're like little workhorses that never stop. Like this is this moment for us to just be like, nope, we're going to just stop right here. We're going to stop the expectation and we're going to try and um, live into these things that we talk about all the time
1: but it was also a little bit of a pivot in some ways like um, and the thing that most churches have been doing (laughs) over and over and over again see that's my COVID cough everybody that's (laughs) that's part of my story right Um, you know we've all been really pivoting um for the last couple of years and this was just like oh wait we're actually we've done this a million times we can do it again even with the podcast and it took me a moment to figure out how we were going to pivot to make fit into our lives because we really do like it and we didn't want it to go away um,
0: right and you know, one of we, our favorite things one of Marta and Mandy's favorite things is talking to each other so here we go
1: <laughs> you know and our story is like literally the story of everybody all of you out there right it's, now everybody has this our very human um our very human stories that we have like um we got covid and you know separate times separate times and not from each other by the way um oh. i could have gotten it from mandy a million times and no, not to, not a million times <laughs> i've only had it twice <laughs> you No, know, but i didn't get it either time um no i you know and then there is you know teenage young adult stuff and there is just trying to keep this church cranking away Um, Stuff And, you know, there's sibling stuff going on and there's side jobs or full jobs or whatever you want to call it. And and so I think that all of you out there can relate to all of those things that just happened to you. And for us, it really just piled um, in December and January, just sort of hit us um, in a different sort of way. Um, so anyway, but what I really wanted to um, I, what I really wanted to go and ahead and do is I want to read Levi's question. Levi is a member of
0: Black Forest Community Church. He and his family um, joined us about a year ago. And um they they're an awesome family and Levi has the best questions. He's um so thoughtful and, and inquisitive and curious, I think, about his questions.
1: He's also in a biblical studies program. Um, and one of the first things that he said um to me when when his entire family came was we're looking for an egalitarian setting. And that's not a word that <laughs> we use a lot in the United Church of Christ. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? But essentially they were looking for women leaders, which was pretty cool. Um are. because you know there's always a ton of men leaders in the church. And so they were looking for a little bit of balance in in our setting. So the other funny thing about it is that he was like your the first Sunday you came up to our family And you started, like, in detail explaining what the context was like as if we looked like we didn't fit in. (laughs) Like, wow. And he's like, I know, I know we didn't look like we fit in. Um, But um, it was super sweet. And they've been coming almost um, every Sunday for, I want to say it's close to a year by now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it's exciting. They're, they're, they have four children, but they come with two of their children, and then Barbara, Levi's wife. And they're just really delightful and wonderful. Um, and, you know, Levi said to me the other day, "I know that you're working with this feminist um, liturgy and um, feminist um, sort of leadership in." worship and he's like i just want you to know i'm I'm here for all the clunkiness of that oh. so that was that was super sweet of him okay here is his question he says the more i learn about patriarchy the more i see its insidious tentacles wrapped around everything in our world our western culture our social political structures and even the church Speaking universally of the body, not specifically Black Forest Community Church. Thanks, Levi. <laughs> I see patri- patriarchy as the original sin that has given birth to every other system of oppression. Racism, nationalism, ableism, sexism, colonialism, economic hierarchy, ecological domination, etc. Man, he really puts all of them out there. Right. Obviously, Jesus shows us that the systems we've set up in our interpretation of good and evil need nothing short of a hard reset, a complete rebuild from the ground up with him as the only foundation, him meaning Jesus. How do we do this today, right now, in practical ways? Totally turn down, our, totally tear down our current systems and where we've come from without losing all sense of stability in our lives and our traditions, maybe that's the point, to completely lose our sense of control and embrace the design God has for us and all its unexpected, unfamiliar awesomeness. That is a good question,
0: Levi. So I mean, so, so interesting, right? To think about this, I think the words that stick out for me are that stability and control, right? Because we want stability and control. We want things to be okay. We want to shift the paradigm. We want to turn over the tables. We want Jesus to leave the building, but we still want it to feel familiar and we still want to feel comfortable and we don't want to, um, you know, we don't want it to be hard.
1: No one wants to come to church and feel like it's clunky. Mm Mm-hmm. Is the deal, and you know what? I will say to Levi on this is that we're not going to be able to do all the things everywhere. I mean, those were a lot of isms, right? And all the isms, basically. When I, when I read that list, I'm like, Holy cow, we have a lot of work to do, and there's no way. And so, I think what Mandy and I have decided to do, Levi, and I'm so glad that you're participating with us in that, is to show up in that worship space and start to turn over tables bit by bit right they're
0: little tables we're turning over little tables not you know big fat dining tables they're like end tables
1: right and um and so I think that the way that we are not on the chancel, and the way that we are engaging the word with the rest of the congregation, even though some people don't want to do that at all, um, the way that we are doing rituals and sort of embodied work um, in that space is one of our ways of um, undoing patriarchy and saying we are bringing a feminist approach to this space. And it's super uncomfortable because it's some, because our story, women's stories for centuries have not been placed in that space. They have been silenced. Actually, the question is, is why? And where were all those people? Where was the Marthas and the Miriams and the Shipras and the Puas and the Hagars and um, where were they? And why isn't their story been told centrally? For all of these years because then I think by now there would have been this balance and we might be a little bit more comfortable in that space and so um, part of our work are telling those stories and making them central and and the fact that Levi you are a part of that you are part of that work of turning over those little tables is one way of Dismantling patriarchy I do want to say out um, say out there to all the women clergy that I know that some of this work has been been happening, since you know the 80s and 90s um, intentionally um, and that as more and more women get ordained. um, We can't help by just simply being who we are and being women um bring that smashing patriarchy to that space so just by the mere fact of of women ordination is doing that exact thing right and
0: in women in the workplace in all all industries and areas right i mean i think time time is a big changer for us but um you know, as you were talking, Marta, I just couldn't help but think about this website that we found this week as we were preparing for um, worship. It's called knowyourmothers.com or .org. I can't remember. Know Your Mothers. And um, it's all of these women in the Bible and it explores their stories It names them. Um, We're talking this week specifically about the woman at the well who the Eastern Orthodox Church has named Fotine or Fotini. And um, it explores their stories. It questions why we think what we think about them. Um, And these resources, like this website, Know Your Mothers, like, these are the kinds of things that we need to be thinking about, the things we need to be bringing to our congregations, um, these stories and lifting them up are how we turn those little tables over one at a time.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's not even just telling their story, but it's those women, um, Photine and Phoebe is who we talked about last week, mm-hmm. and then We had talked about Esther the week before that, um, all in collaboration with someone else, right. whether it the Apostle Paul or it was Mordecai or it was Jesus, um, but how they were an equal part in leadership in either building, um, you know, building the Christian church. They, I mean, Phoebe was right there next to Paul, along with a ton of other women. Yep. And we need to hear that story. That is, a, and we need to hear it in that way. So it's not just about who she was, but it's like the remarkable thing she did. You know, Phoebe right. went on to be one of Jesus's greatest evangelists. Right. And um, and he chose her the first person to show who he was. And it was the longest conversation that he, that had happened between Jesus and someone else in the Bible. Was and it was a woman.
0: And a a, a foreign woman a woman he should not have been talking to
1: so why We, we don't know we don't know the answer levi and we also know that this is the only way this is our space this is our area that we can start to make ripple effects um is within the worship setting um because i do think and i almost wanted to say this last week when i was talking about paul and Phoebe, I do think that our Christian tradition for centuries has set societal norms, especially in our Western culture, about how we should behave.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that it was taken over by strong, powerful men that decided that. Mm-hmm. And um but I don't think that's what that's what the text is about. I don't think that was our, that is what our sacred text is about. And I don't think that is what Jesus meant. And I actually don't even think that's what Paul meant. Right. And um, And I think if you really read the story with that, like it is so incredibly
0: hard to get out of those. um. Out of those norms and those understandings and perspectives of our current society, but if you can lift that off, if you can lift that lens off for just a minute, and read the stories in the Bible without those um, without those lenses, I think you can really see a different story. I mean, I'm actually, you know, as we've been talking about. Um, in this week uh, in our preparation, as we talked about Phoebe last week, like I'm seeing these ways that, well, maybe actually Jesus was saying something completely different than what we have understood in in our Christian tradition. What
1: has been preached, what has been taught in our Sunday schools.
0: Yeah. And just, I mean, just lifting that lens and trying to read it with an open mind it I mean it changes the narrative completely or it can.
1: Right. Like Fautine, um that is that one person um can be seen in our contemporary um times as it can be a racial justice um sacred text, it could be about economic injustice sacred text, it could be about patriarchal. Sacred text, there are so many ways we can look at that one moment and relate it back to some of the issues that are happening today and look at how Jesus actually handled that, right. um, which is radical and amazing. So, this is what I'll say as we end is that um, getting over isms, all of those isms, and particularly patriarchy, um, is is there's no right answer. This is not an intellectual pursuit. Um, What this is, is a relational heart-based pursuit. This is being radically connected. This is about ritualizing relationship. This is about process, not end goal. And in that process, it's continuing to sort of be open to the clunkiness and the movement and the shifts and the changes. And um, and deep and abiding creativity. I mean, that is essentially what this is about. And um, and I think that women tend to be in those really messy spaces um, easily um, because we're heart connected, right? And so when you're heart connected, um, some of that other stuff doesn't matter. And so I, I would say that, um, that's what I'll say about this particular question. do we yeah. have do we have anything else to add to this?
0: no, I think that's I think that's great. I think we um you know as as so often ha- has happened in this um in this particular season, we don't have any answers for you, Levi. um but these questions like that's actually where it is, right that um as as we talked about, like when um you first read the question those two words that um stuck out for me were stability and control and i know that because oh my god that's definitely what i'm looking for in my life all the time but especially right now um and like there's there's none of that there's actually none of that um it is the questions it is the discomfort it is the confusion that leads to curiosity that brings us, you know, those are the places when we are most uncomfortable, where the most growth happens. And um, so being able to embrace that, um, I'm, I'm kind of glad we don't actually have any answers. Like, I'm not sure that we would be um, who we are if we just could answer those questions, you know?
1: Right. And what we see from especially Jesus's teachings is that he doesn't ever really give super direct answers but rather just models. gosh darn it i know come on <laughs> G. Um, but he sort of just models um behaviors and relationships that are connecting and um that are also kind of open-ended because he knows it's not going to be able to fit every single person every single time and right. it's just this model of how to show up yep And it, and it doesn't look like the traditional liturgy of, you know, that we've known in the church for centuries. It's different. There actually is no formula. (laughs) There's no formula. Jesus did not have a formula. Nope. Probably didn't even know what formula meant. Right.
0: All right. Well, you guys should all check out dot. Did we find out what it is? We did not. Um, Knowyourmothers.org slash com. That's a cool thing. Um, And check out Naked Pastor, which we already shouted out, but um, can't hurt to do it again.
1: And if there are some corgi nerds out there, um, Women's Spirit, um, edited by Rosemary Ruther or Eleanor McLaughlin, and a woman's lectionary for the whole church that just came out in the last year or so by Welda Gaffney. Um, And, you know, the other book that I'm really loving um, is, and I've mentioned this before, though, is Paul the Progressive by Eric Smith. Right. Um, he is my professor at Iowa School of Theology, and it has helped me and to get to know Paul in a completely different way. Also All the
0: Progressive out- with a question mark at the end.
1: That's right. Also, a shout out to Black Forest Community Church, the church we serve in Northern Colorado Springs. We have taken a big break in the middle of this season, and we are grateful for their continued. Um, support to carry us through the bumps of life. We are super grateful for them. And um, you can check it out at www.blackforcecommunitychurch.org, which also has a podcast tab where you can learn more about our podcast.
0: And thanks to the Tributary Fund of the Rocky Mountain Conference, who have helped to sponsor this podcast they gave us a big vet grant which we are using to make this happen so shout out to the tributary fund of the rocky mountain conference
1: and where is jesus this week well what i would have to say people is jesus is right next to you right in your heart right in your living room sitting next to you by the fire keeping you warm jesus is with you so we hope that you recognize and have a glimpse of his work in your life this week this podcast
0: is made possible by listeners like you find us on Facebook at JHLTB and message us to learn how you can be part of this effort to tell stories have conversations build relationships and follow Jesus out of the church and into the world to support our work search for Black Forest Community Church on Venmo to make a one-time donation Or become a patron on our Patreon account at patreon.com slash jhltb to commit monthly to this project. You'll get regular communications and updates about our stories. We give thanks to Black Forest Community Church and the Tributary Fund of the Rocky Mountain Conference of the United Church of Christ for their ongoing support. We could not do this without all who support Jesus has left the building.